1: plushcare.com slash weight loss
2: this is the rose and shine podcast featuring the swedish sisters josephine roos and victoria roos olsen based in stockholm and new york we share experiences from our international lives and careers good morning this is victoria Hi, good morning. This is Josephine and and Luca in the bouncy chair back at our country house, (laughs) Lindalen. (laughs) That's wonderful.
1: And I'm actually in the courthouse of our family uh, resident, or not resident, but our family restaurant. And from the 1718, that's the year it's from.
2: That's my podcast studio of the day. (laughs) We have so many nice, actually, family memories. From this place. from this courthouse. I know. <laughs> it's
1: beautiful. And just even this weekend yeah. we created another one where it was Luca's name giving ceremony.
2: Yeah. So now we've had the name giving service for both of the boys mm-hmm. standing under the oak tree that was planted for, for mom twenty years ago. Yeah. When she turned 50. It's crazy, that's already 20 years ago. Yeah. And you got married there? Yeah. Indeed. Or not married in there, but had your party. Yeah. Your amazing New Year's Eve wedding party took place there. Yeah,
1: 16 years ago. My goodness. <laughs> but uh, today I'm here because we have the board meeting in a few hours. Exactly. So it's a place for lots of different happenings. But anyway, so apart from all of that, we are in the mid. well, we're just starting when we're recording this,
2: our second week of our 10-week challenge. Yeah, the 10-week wellness challenge. We've been uh, posting a, a challenge each day on, on Instagram. And uh, yeah, there's plenty of people that are partaking and uh, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I've identified that we might have up to 20 different nationalities uh, being part of it, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it's super nice. And if you haven't joined yet, you're you're more than welcome just to jump in and do it an eight-week challenge. And you can, of course, always start anytime. And if it happens to be that you listen to this and it's October, you know, this 10-week challenge will be on and you can find it on our web page for all the details,
2: and you can go in on Rose and Shine, our Instagram account, and that's where we post the daily posts. Mm-hmm. And in, in very short, right, the basics is that we're doing about three three days a week of, of yoga type challenges, and uh-huh. three days a week of more pulse and and uh, yeah, getting your pulse up type. Challenges
1: yeah so today we will both be
2: doing intervals uh, hill intervals, right yeah so I'm hoping that we're going to record this podcast not too long so that I can have a power walk and like a a, a, a hill interval power walk um, yeah. back uh, yeah exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be running those hills so I'm quite excited about that I actually I'm one of those weird people who actually do really love uphill running I think some of my friends hate me for that
2: (laughs) but but it's true well it's really good for your bum (laughs) yeah yeah for many reasons and then one day a week we focus more on mindfulness and uh, being here and being now and reflecting on your week and so on which is also going to be the theme of this podcast
1: yeah that's why we thought let's just explore this together for an entire episode and some of you might be all new to this, and we know that some of you are, and others already into this. So we really want to go through, in a sense, the basic, and talk about why should we do it, and what is it really, where, when, how, so kind of like a practical get-started guide. And I guess if you're already into meditation, maybe you'll pick up a few things that you can think of to enhance your practice. So what about us? I mean, Josephine, how are you? We've been talking and we've been touching on this topic for a
2: few times already, but how did you get started and what are you actually doing? And I think we constantly say, you know, we need to get better at this. And (laughs) and I mean, that's part of this challenge as well is to add things. I mean, we really designed a program for us yeah. like, that we love yeah, <laughs> uh, hoping that other people will love it and need and need exactly yeah. so of course we've included the uh, mindfulness and, and meditation we're kind of interchanging those words using them interchangeably at the moment right yeah but yeah for me Meditation and mindfulness, I was very much inspired by a book that I've surely talked about before, uh, which is the Eckhart Tolle Power of Now, mm. which I read a number of years ago, very fittingly, when I was walking um hiking in New Zealand's mountains. So like a perfect, perfect time to get a little bit deep and, and so on. Yeah. Um, but that book is incredibly inspiring. And it really, one of the kind of the key messages is... Uh, is really to be listening to realize that you are not the thinker ah. so the the thinker in your head you can actually take a step out of that and you can listen to that thinker mm. and you can decide to not take that thinker so incredibly seriously and and, and you can even you can even smile i think eckhart tolle says so at some point in the book you know think of the The thinker as a, you know, as a kid and you can smile at it and say, you know, how wonderful or how cute or how naive that the thinker is having these thoughts right now. Yeah.
1: Um, And that and I I love that philosophy, even that, you know, the fact that you are not your thoughts, mm. you know, exactly what you're saying. You can look at them a little bit from from the sideline and say they're just thoughts. Yeah. They're not facts yeah or thoughts
2: yeah no and so and that of course is incredibly empowering to remember to to think that way yeah it can really remove you from your from your problems a little a little bit yeah and and really create a a lot of happiness in your life
1: yeah what about you so for me this i mean i just when we went on our yoga instructor Training In Portugal, that's when I really regularly started because obviously we were doing it every day and that was really good practice. And for me to been really focused on doing the breathing technique, and we'll come back to that later. And just recently, I've started to explore a little bit to do more mantras or, or to think about something because I've just been so focused on thinking of nothing. Uh, But it's also quite rewarding to maybe have a feeling that you want to explore and and just stay with that feeling. And I think that's lovely too. So I guess I'm used into
2: exploring meditation. And that's maybe we'll come back to this, but I I will say it now, because I'm thinking of it now. (laughs) Either you can, I mean, there are many different ways to meditate in. Obviously, you can focus on just listening to your breath, or, or having this blank sheet or clouds passing by. There are mm-hmm. many, many different ways. But I've also heard a lot of people that have really struggled with that, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then, therefore, I read it in, in Tony Robbins' book, for example. He decided, okay, I've done, you know, 10 years of meditation. It's not leading me anywhere <laughs> for him. Yeah. So he he's just said, I, I just feel like I'm sitting there trying not to think. So he started to have a meditation, which was much more a thinking through a number of questions. So mm. what am I grateful for? You know, what am I aiming for today? So he more had a, a little session, which he formed in a way that suited him. Yeah. Which was less about creating this blank space and more an affirmation type. Um,
1: I think the combination that- is good. I, I like I'm learning to like both of them. But so talking about structure, I I do think it's important to start out with the why. Yeah. Because it seems to be like a fashionable thing right now. A lot of people are talking about it. Is it just a trend? Or the fact is that there are some really physical and psychological reasons that's been proven by research and science that really talks for the benefits of doing meditation. Yeah. So we I've, I've um, put up a list of things that we've looked at and that's come from research. And, and one thing that I think is quite interesting is that meditation literally grows your brain. Mm. So it doesn't just make you smarter, but it increases your memory, attention, self-awareness, self-control, you know, alongside a whole list of other desirable qualities. So it's mm. Kind of good to know that it does really do something with your brain.
2: Yeah. And I think when you say the self-control, I mean, what I really realized when I do meditate regularly is the idea of the um, attention span <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and how you can really increase that through meditation.
1: That's true. Uh, another thing is that it actually, it boosts the immune system. Because you reduce stress and uh, you because it enables your brain to rest, mm. which I think is super interesting. Mm. And muscle relaxation, it's quite interesting because even if it's working with your brain, it helps your entire body to relax. Yeah. And then The final physical, well, not final, there are many other benefits, but that I thought is really interesting is that it slows the aging process.
2: Yeah. No, and I've recently heard that now with more and more um, any kind of anxiety, uh, diseases and so on, the first step is to focus on breathing, which we are seeing as part of meditation, right? So that's one technique of, of meditation. And we talked about the breath before but really how the breath is this one physical thing that we can control that sends signals to the body, which is yeah. maybe opposite to yeah. what we're feeling. So we can basically tell our body, no, we are calm, even though we're not. Yeah. Just by breathing calmly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, so then it goes into the psychological aspects, because what it does is it increases positive emotions. Mm. And the main reason for that is because simply it, the reduction of stress and once we do reduce the stress as you said we actually return to our natural Mm. state of feeling calm and connected and confident and that kind of helps us in that way
2: i just saw sorry i just saw my husband walking outside in the bathrobe walking (laughs) and he's just like i'm just gonna go down and meditate in the spa pool (laughs) So, some people are talking about it and some people are living it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's wonderful. But he's yeah. been in a, he's worked a lot, you know, recently. So, good for him to do that. Absolutely. I think that you, you shouldn't see meditation as a reward. I think you should just really see it as something that builds strength. And mm. that's another reason why, because it actually, meditation increases your capacity to learn, which I, I think is so cool.
2: Yeah. And that's why one of the things that I'm trying to do, I'm failing at it. I'm not doing it so well, but now I will. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Is to to take, you know, a minute or two or three, just to set that timer and do a little bit of breathing before you start a new exercise or before you start working out. um, You know, before you change a space in your day. Yeah. Because that really gives you that space to... To get the benefits that we're just talking about,
1: yeah, and actually, I'm I am talking about that in one of the the chapters that I wrote on this famous book that is uh, coming out on first of October. Oh, uh, we <laughs> Surprise. can't wait. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, but really, just the fact that before you go into that important meeting or you have that important conversation and or change some aspect of your day to just get to the side a little bit and do a little bit of breathing. Mm. And now when I was in the U.S., just last time, I sort of just got my colleagues together and I made them stand up and do a little bit of a breathing exercise. And everyone just after that kind of, oh, okay, yeah, let's get back into focus.
2: Yeah, it's really it's really useful that. And I think that is it it relates to another um, part of our list here, which that it increases a sense of connection to yourself and to others. Yeah so it's a way of creating a little bit of this magical moment with yourself and with with others.
1: And I think that's such a good point because it seems to be so introverted this meditation practice. Mm. But it actually helps you to feel more compassionate towards others.
2: Yeah and again going back to my my favorite author and and uh, the power of now and that reflects to a lot of other books that are written on this, this topic. And this mm-hmm. is really how how you are as a being connected to everything else and connected to to universe, basically. Yeah. And that's where meditation really helps us to maybe get a glimpse of that. Yeah. <laughs> to get that feeling. I don't think you get that every day, but sometimes you can get that. And whether that is when you're sitting down or when you're looking up in the star sky or whether that is when you're hearing some incredible music, but when you get that special feeling uh, of connectedness.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
2: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed
0: for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: That's a great
1: uh, sort of transition into the next point because I think that's kind of important to establish for us what is meditation Mm. what is meditation to you what is mindfulness how would you describe that
2: well for me the way that i try to do it is uh bearing in mind or keeping with me the the ikkartolli and and the thinker and and not being the thinker but watching the thinker it's Mm -hmm. it's about taking that space and and really trying to sit down and uh seeing the clouds passing by, <laughs> not <laughs> not attaching to them. So it is about creating that specific space, even mm-hmm. though I, of course, think that it's something that you can do at other times as well. It's not something that you only do, say, morning or evening, but yeah. something that you can bring with you. What, what about you?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And that's what I've tried to incorporate into my life, to find a space and a moment where just really... Closing everything off and and find those five to ten minutes, I actually don't do it much longer and I'm working towards ten and i I hope to increase it to fifteen and I've heard that twenty is great, but I do believe that just a few minutes actually help us to find that calm and that space because that's what it is, yeah, and then at the same time, I mean now I haven't done it so much lately because of my niece, but to go out and run for an hour or even two, then you also really get into that rhythm. And I don't like to listen to anything when I run. I just want to be out in the nature and hear nature or hear the silence, you know.
2: That's such a true runner. (laughs) I love listening to things (laughs) when I run. I guess it's the opposite to mindfulness. It's kind of like... Filling your mind with yeah. <laughs> distractions, <laughs> with noise.
1: No, yeah. but see, I think once you get into the pulse of running, it's just very meditative. Yeah. So that's it for me. And I also think maybe it doesn't fit into meditation, but certainly into mindfulness is to just really take time for reflection, to stop and think. And mm. I mean, we both do that. And I love what I've been doing in the past couple of years is to also write my journal in the mornings yeah, and to start each day off by really thinking about setting my intentions for the day. And that's helped me a lot.
2: No, that really, that really makes my mood. It's a great booster of the mood. Yeah. And so I think we both do that. And I I do it a little bit less now when I'm on maternity leave, but certainly when I have more of a A normal life and, you know, a work life, I I try to write in the morning what I'm hoping for the day and then in the evening what you're grateful for. So, yes, this is less of meditation, but certainly this is mindfulness.
1: I can't wait. So we have this idea uh, just for for the listeners that we're going to do our own journal, Rosenschein journal. So... That's just going to be the perfect questions, <laughs> asked each morning and each evening. Yeah. But yeah, that makes a big difference. And I also think that mindfulness for me is to be present and be aware of the moment. Like when you go for a walk to just really be conscious or doing anything like eating or having a bath or whatever it is to just stay there and enjoy that moment
2: a little bit. Have you ever done a uh, walking meditation? No, but I have
1: read about that.
2: Have you? I've done it at a couple of yoga retreats and I also have it on um, on my app. And it's really just about, you know, being aware, being aware how you put your feet down, how your body is moving. And uh, it's really quite interesting when you're like breaking down the movements and feeling oh, I'm gonna, That could be one step. of our challenges. Yeah, yeah let's do that.
1: One of the Sunday, yeah, that would be interesting. And I read about walking meditation. I thought that was going for like an hour walk. But actually, it's the way it was described in this book that I read about. You used to walk like three meters and then you turn. So you walk back and forth
2: yeah when when I did it in the yoga retreat, it was really we just walked around slowly. It looked really funny from the outside if people would have like filmed us. we were walking around like zombies. Not that I was thinking about that. I was clearly concentrating on my <laughs> on my own walking meditation, not watching the others, but yeah, no, I mean, you don't really have to it's not so much about the walking, it's more about being aware where how you're putting down your feet and and your toes touching the grass, and yeah, yeah.
1: Because I mean, the ideal meditation posture or the classical or traditional one is the lotus, right? Uh-huh. I mean, they say that's even how yoga was invented uh, the physical yoga. So you would train so that you could sit in the lotus for such a long time. Mm because that can be quite uh, you know difficult for the body if you're not used to that
2: <laughs> yeah especially now in our in our world in yeah. the western world Yeah. When we never sit like that but actually another form of meditation for me and anyone with with young kids it's watching my 3 year old and how mindful like mindfulness of, of you know looking at the the world you know the fact it's a butterfly and yeah. he sees a butterfly and just runs after it and not thinking of anything else. It's an insect and it's just being in this awe of everything around you while as a grown-up you can just sit out there in that space and not see anything because you're thinking about an email that you're going to write.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so I guess we can conclude that, you know, what it is the traditional Sit down for 20 minutes and and be blank in your mind. And in a sense, see it as letting your brain just rest and find a calm state, which is beautiful. But it can also be so much more. But what I would say is don't say, oh, I'm kind of doing it anyway. If you haven't tried meditation yet, I would anyway throw that challenge out and, and see if you can find a little bit of that blank rest for your brain Letting it rest from all these thoughts whistling through your head. Yeah. So that's, you know, what it is. But Mm -hmm. where should you do it? What's the ideal... Space. Do you have a space
2: where you go? On the top of a mountain. Yeah. It's where you <laughs> should the do beautiful it. beautiful sunset. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. I, I love the idea of having a little shrine in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be a shrine, but a little space where, where you have some nice candles and, and where you do it. Yeah. And um, at the moment I'm it's doing... It's beautiful it. the space you have. <laughs> my non-existing shrine. I'm just
1: teasing you because we don't really have, because I also have this mental image of this beautiful mini meditation space in my house that is only for me. And I think that's on my to-do list, but I I don't really have it yet.
2: You know, my husband will one at one time get like this man cave and maybe I will just have my shrine space or something.
1: Yeah, in the house to be in combination
2: with the yoga studio. Yeah, so I haven't accomplished that actually. I haven't accomplished it at all that <laughs> shrine place because it always says, you know, make a little space this year where you have candles and so on. I have a lot of nice spaces but nothing where it's not like kids toys and and husband's yeah. headphones and stuff lying That around. could be a
1: goal and ambition for us. It's I'm, a goal.
2: But outside yeah. is, of course, lovely. I Here, I, I try to be outside and, and sit in the nature, uh, or I sit somewhere. I've I've really been lucky where I've been living the last eight years. I've had incredible views. Yeah, that's so. I true. always try to kind of sit in front of the the views on a terrace and, and and look out. Um, but of course you can do it everywhere. But I yeah. often have my yoga mat and I often do it in in the relation to my yoga, I did read um, a book and, and this author, she was saying, you know, she was also looking for this perfect space to do it, Yeah. but found that she never really had that perfect space and it was always people around. So she just decided to do it in bed as yeah. soon as she woke up in the morning. Yeah. And then she had it done.
1: But that's not, that doesn't really work for me, I found. But I, I mean, our conservatory is beautiful and and you've seen it. You have a space. Yeah, Yeah. that's beautiful. That's very nice. So that works really well for me. And, you know, sometimes in winter also, you know, in our downstairs living with the fireplace, it's also really nice. So I, just like you, I have beautiful spots to do it at home, but I would like to have this, yeah, very special sort of sacred place. But that's for the future ambition.
2: And I'm sure we will go all in. It would be very nice. Yeah.
1: So that, that's, you know, but, you know, do find a place that talks to you and that it feels like a lovely place to sit down. Yes. I mean, that's at least what I would have as an ambition. But I do some people, I hear that they do it on the bus. So I guess it's quite individual. Mm. And, and
2: when should you do it? I've been trying to do it a lot when I commute. Mm-hmm. I, I find that it doesn't work so no. well for me because it's still... And now with kids, it's even harder because you need to be a bit observant. Yeah. Sit there. <laughs> it and kind of eyes, matters, but... you know, that <laughs> they're still with you when you get off. <laughs> um, but now I find that evenings is where I have more possibility to do it. Yeah. I always like most the idea of doing it in the morning. Yeah. Because then also you have more benefit of it throughout the day, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, But now in my time of life, it's the evening that is the time when the kids have gone to bed that I have some some space to do it. Yeah,
1: I should get better doing it in the evenings because I agree with you. For me, ideally, I love to do it in the mornings, ideally before anyone else wakes up. And that's just beautiful. And then the days when I do work from home, I do it once in a while midday, which is really nice. It's kind of like mm-hmm. making half day break and then before you go on to the second half but you're right evenings are also really really good because it kind of calms your mind before going to bed and yeah it's a good idea
2: Mm. and then I think Sunday evenings and that's part of our now 10-week challenge yeah is to really take that time to both meditate but then also use the space that you create from the meditation to do a bit of reflection and yeah. goal setting for the week. Yeah. So that's when I try to do it a little bit extra and really make sure that it happens if it hasn't happened during the rest of the week. So for the past week we had we encouraged people to do or all of you <laughs> listeners yeah. to do 3 minutes of meditation. And then just having that created that space, reflect on a few questions on how the past week went for you and what you're looking forward to the next week and what your goals and priorities are for the week coming up.
1: Yeah. Which obviously, you know, if you are used to meditation, increase with three more minutes than you would normally do. Exactly. So then we come to the how, just sort of like if you're a really quite new to meditation what should you do how do you do it how does it work
2: if you are completely new to meditation and you think that this is something that's hard and difficult i would download an app Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's how i've been using it and i have a number of different apps to recommend i mean i've been using calm for many years yeah And so they have about 10-minute guided meditations, and it will be around the theme. So it will help you to focus on something and think about that, but then also give you some space to just breathe and and try to have a blank space. Another one that my husband is listening to and absolutely loves, it's called Waking Up with Sam Harris, and it's a program. So I'm hoping to do that this summer. So you can follow like a 10, 15, 20, 60-day program, where he guides you through a number of different steps.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
2: and he really, really loves it. And it really helps you to, to focus about things such as gratefulness, for example. Mm. And then there is also Headspace. I know many people are using an app called Headspace. So that's a very easy way of starting it where someone else is guiding you through. But obviously, you don't need to pay for an app. You could also just sit down and breathe.
1: Yeah. And that's that's what I do pretty much. So I sit down, I put my timer on five, seven or ten minutes, depending on where I am. And I have a few tricks like either I, I just focus on the breathing. And in the beginning, when I was getting into it, I was just sort of counting my in breath and counting my out breath. You know, just getting counting.
2: Like, you say one, yeah. two or like.
1: Yeah, I count to five. And I hold it and I breathe out and I count to five. And I sort of just let the breath, you know, flow. Mm -hmm. And then there's also that you can do the four times four. So you breathe in on four Mm. and you hold your breath for four. And then you breathe out for four and hold your breath for four. And then, you know, so mentally, if you do that, you can kind of follow a square. So you go up when you're breathing in, you hold it. And then you breathe out, you go down. You see, you make that mental square. Mm. So that's one way. Okay. And another way that I find that is slightly more creative is that I envision this beautiful sky, you know, full of stars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for each breath, I go from one star to the other. Yeah. Yeah. So I breathe in and I go to one star and then, you know, like the rose and shine star sky, you know, and then I I connect, I breathe out, I go to the next star, I breathe in. So you just kind of continue to travel through this beautiful star sky. Yeah,
2: Star sky, wow, that's very deep and nice.
1: Yeah, that's that's one I came up with myself. Mm. And the third one that I really sort of enjoyed is that I kind of, Actually, I tried it out just a few weeks ago for the first time, and I kind of envisioned that there was this glowing, lovely, warm, fussy feeling within me, Mm -hmm. and I was just letting this feeling kind of spread throughout my body. Sounds really weird now, but it was just (laughs) like this, I I felt an urge to feel a bit more positive and strong, so I kind of looked at that in my center, and Mm -hmm. yeah, it sounds maybe all wacky but it was quite beautiful it sounds great yeah so that's another way yeah
2: cool i i feel like i need to add two more tips to that so one of them is more like your first one which Mm -hmm. is the i just think breathing in and then breathing out yeah just think those thoughts it's just a way of concentrating yeah i just say Mm -hmm. it: breathing Mm -hmm. in breathing out and the other one is and it reminds me of the of the star sky that you mentioned And that's specifically if I feel like I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And that is that you start looking at yourself from the outside. Yeah. So you just see yourself sitting there.
1: Oh, yeah. And then you just
2: zoom out and out and out and out. So you start to see, you know, your house and then basically the planet. And then you're up in space. Yeah. And you are just this little dot down there. And your problems are then quite insignificant. Yeah. Exactly. In the perspective yeah. of things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think there are lots of those things that you can do and apps are great to get you started, but you don't necessarily need them because you can find little triggers inside you and before you know it, you know, ten minutes are so just poops gone and it goes very quickly. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to put some of those challenges out there for the Sunday meditation or mindfulness practice. Yeah. And uh, wish you luck with that and let us know how that's going for you.
2: Yeah, so do that and then maybe put together. You have this great idea and I'm actually really excited now when I see it to create your own little uh, well, meditation, you know, challenge during the summer. So you follow us, of course, but then to really really try to do this and incorporate this more.
1: Yeah, and remember that don't do this just because it's trendy and everyone is talking about it. But actually, it's going to help you get smarter, more focused. It's going to give you less stress and it's going to boost your immune system. There's so many brilliant positive advantages that you know why not benefit from them
2: yes so thank you so much for listening all of you thank you all of you that have been sending these messages that you're doing the challenge please keep on sending them to us and we'd love to yeah we love hearing we love hear it and if you're okay with it we'll post some of it to our stories on instagram just so that we all so you all get a sense that you're not alone doing this challenge it's actually heaps of you that are doing the challenge yeah. and also please when you are if you're posting a picture of you working out on instagram you could also use the ruse and shine wellness challenge which is the the hashtag that we're using brilliant so please do that because it's really fun for all of us to see excellent
1: so thank you everyone for listening and have a great couple of weeks until next time okay
2: ciao bye bye